0: Going on, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome to Geeking Poetic Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Across the way from me is none other than Vito. And then the little fiddle in the middle. <laughs> you know, the, the one that's always uh, playing our tune, you know. <laughs> she's just the one that keeps it together. We call her the the prime director. <laughs> Of all of it is none other than Megan. And uh, yeah, it's cool to be back just doing a regular old Geeking Poetic podcast episode. We don't do these that much anymore.
1: Nope, it's been a while. Feels like it anyway. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we have all sorts of other things we do, as you know, but um, we like to get together and just have our roundtable discussion thing of a certain topic. Um, Gosh, we've done... A bunch of different topics so far this year, but this one, what what exactly inspired us to do water?
1: I think Vito inspired us to do water, actually. <laughs> Vito
0: likes a lot of water movies. I do, yeah. Well, I think we had water on the brain, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> um, I think we had it on our minds because of summer and all that kind of stuff, and because, unfortunately, things being what they've been, In 2020, uh, there really hasn't been a lot of opportunity to go out and experience the water or anything or anything at all. You know, so, yeah, I think just started thinking about beaches and oceans and lakes and boats and all this stuff. And it's like, hey, you know what we should talk about? Let's talk about movies where like. Mostly, like bad shit happens, revolving <laughs> seriously around all that. Almost every that way,
1: we're thankful we can't go out on the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what we decided was the theme for this month for this topic was going to be water-themed movies. So it means like, I mean, it's kind of broad, and I think we ended up having to, at least for some of us, we put some restrictions on ourselves because, man, that could. Encapsulate so many things that we decided okay, well, we're going to narrow it down at least for us individually. Like, Vito, I know what, what did you end up like setting yourself to for this?
2: I cannot use submarine movies or shark movies oh, because really? it would literally be impossible for me to make this list because they would either all be submarine movies or they would all be shark movies. Okay, and I think those are in their separate category so.
0: So what? Is this? So this is just kind of more like. So I'm I'm stuck with underwater disaster films. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, Meg, do you have any kind of like theme for yours? Really?
1: I I did the opposite actually. I I have I think all shark and oh. boat <laughs> movies actually. Well, minus one, minus an honorable, honorable mention. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, I
1: might. It just it had a mostly take place in the water i think all of mine are mostly all in the water
0: right yeah i mean for me it's like water had to be a main factor like it has to be that most of the movie takes place on the water or under the water or it's something you know or water is sort of like the main character or the nemesis or whatever mm-hmm. um the one thing that i did limit myself to is that i did not include any kind of like disney or children's movies
1: yeah I did that too
0: you did include it or didn't I, I? have yeah 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 see you're a little bit more all-inclusive I, I think.
1: am yeah I'm not <clears throat> huge on water movies so I, I was able to do that better
0: yeah okay yeah so for me it was like when I was sitting down trying to figure out my list I was like well but then there's all these like there's a lot of like good like animated movies and kids kind of related movies and old movies from the fifties and sixties that were more kind of geared towards family kids kind of stuff that could be its own list on its own. You know what I mean? Like that was there. I could have done that easily just that sort of stuff. Cause I, I love Disney. I love all that.
2: So that movie where Don Knotts turns into a fish is not in your list. No,
0: (laughs) no, no, that one is not on my list. That's a funny movie though. Um, so I kept all mine more like serious kind of, I guess, sort of like uh, drama. Yeah, I think everything on mine is all like drama. Yeah. Basically, I kept it more adult, believe it or not, <laughs> for once, you know. <laughs> so that's where we're at with this, folks. And I mean, we asked a bunch of you on um, our forum we have, the group we have on facebook the geeking squad group we asked a bunch of you guys like and gals what you thought of this topic and what movies you suggested and i don't want to list them because a lot of the ones that they mentioned i know are going to be
1: in our list in our lists
0: yeah there was a lot of really good suggestions and it was kind of cool because it sort of reinforced you know for me some of them i was like oh okay good I'm glad to see some people are mentioning some of the ones, you know, and I know that there's going to be ones that we're going to mention that people are going to roll their eyes at. We may be rolling our <laughs> eyes at each other. I'm sure we will, <laughs> and everything. But uh, I mean, the way we're going to do it—do we want to do the? This is a top five. I don't know if I mentioned that that we just picked five, and then we'll do some honorable mentions at the end because it's it's impossible not to. Yeah. <laughs> But do we want to do the normal format where we go around and list all our five and then four? We'll, we'll go through and just talk about them. Mm-hmm. Talk about fives, fours, threes, twos, ones. And then if somebody mentions one that, like if Vito mentions his number three is the same as my number one, we'll just talk about it then and there. And we can always bring it up a little bit more later okay. if we want I'm to. I'm down but. for that. Okay. Yeah, you down with that? I'm down. Down deep down under the water. Down 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 down. 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 <laughs> 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 All right, but yeah, you guys ready to jump right into it? Let's yeah, do let's it. Do. I don't think we need to waste any more freaking time. We'll just get into it. Vito, I'm real curious because I have no idea what yeah, your we list is. Yeah, haven't seen your list. Yeah. So what's your number five, dude? It's a movie called Underwater starring well, Kristen
2: Stewart that came out this year.
0: That's
1: yeah. You you've raved about that one. Yeah,
2: yeah, I thought it was really really good, man.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Megan, your number five.
1: I am going with the 2016 film called The Shallows with Blake Lively.
0: Ooh, oh, yeah. was, is like that, that. See, I've never seen that. All right, I'll be curious oh. to hear about this. Huh. That was a good one. Okay, <laughs> all right. I am going with uh, something very different than those. My number five movie is a film from 2000, I believe it is. Called the perfect storm.
2: Okay.
0: Oh, see, already, already, (laughs) Megan's already, she's already huffing and sighing at me. So,
1: get it coughed up so I don't start yelling. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, well, you'll get your chance, but. Vito, tell us a little bit about why you chose Underwater. So
2: Underwater, we actually saw this trailer when we went to go see, yep. I forgot what movie it was. I was Yeah, I remember it though. Yeah. But I was like, holy shit, I have to see this movie. It looked like it was like an alien creature underneath the sea with like a drilling facility that gets destroyed and literally when a drilling facility gets destroyed by an alien creature or some kind of creature, You're dude, in. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> you can't get me out of it, I'm totally in. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> And this movie delivered on that promise, like Did it. hook, line, okay. and sinker, literally. Um, <laughs> so basically, there's a drilling platform, and there's an earthquake under the water, right. and it releases this creature. I won't tell you what the creature is, because I don't right. want to spoil anything. No, but no. It's... Let's
0: try to keep it as spoilerless. And as possible. And this is a new
2: movie. It just literally came out this past January in 2020. Um, the gore effects are done really well. Not over the top, like a Saw movie, but they're just... Okay. They're what you would expect... In a disaster under under the water, there's a lot of implosions, which are. I have a fascination with implosion effects and people getting <laughs> killed okay. by implosions. Um, the creature effects are done really well. There is a lot of CG work, unfortunately, but I don't think it was that bad. Okay. Kristen Stewart actually is amazing in this role.
0: Well, we talked about that the other day, about how Kristen Stewart can be sort of polarizing, you know. And I
2: don't really know her stuff other than she's the Twilight girl, and I never saw the Twilight film, so I'm not sure what what to take about that. But I thought she did really, really well, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, I don't hate her. There's some things I feel she's done better than others. But I it didn't dissuade me from wanting to see it. I I really wanted I didn't have time. I really wanted to see that before we did this. Yeah, me too. But uh, you know, now it just further makes me wanna see it again. Or want me again to It helps if you watch it twice <laughs> <laughs> You know what I meant. It you helps guys if you- that. Yeah. It helps if you watch it twice. If you
2: have seen it, go back and watch it again because there's stuff that they like allude to that when you go back, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I, see, I like oh,
0: movies like yeah, that. Some he's... people get uptight about that, but I, I like those kind of movies. I like it when you have to keep kind of delving into it, as long as there was enough on the first viewing to hook me yeah. into seeing it mm-hmm. again. Yeah, so cool. highly recommend. And I don't want to give any more away because it's a new movie. I'm no. sure a lot of people haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of movies on our list here that that a lot of people haven't seen. So try to keep it. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> we'll try not to ruin it for you folks as much as possible. So. All right, cool. Well, let's move on, Meg.
1: All right, I went with The Shallows. Yeah,
0: I'm very curious about this um, one.
1: Yeah, it stars Blake Lively. Uh, I thought when this came out that it was based on the true story of the the lady that had her arm taken off by the shark
0: right you know right what
1: I mean? um but it's it's not <laughs> so i was misled i guess i don't <laughs> i don't even know where i got that from i'm just making it up on, I just assume she's a blonde girl i uh, who who the hell knows what i was thinking <laughs> but but i i was pleasantly surprised i was like well cause even a lot of my films and stuff i was like how how is this going to be interesting because I'm just looking at one person in the water for two hours. I don't know. I, I was really sucked in. I really enjoyed it. There's a little seagull that she talks to the entire time. It's <laughs> stranded with her. Because they're real close to the shore. That's why it's called the shallows. Okay. And the shark's coming in. So. But yeah, I don't want to give out too much information. But at the end, Vito, we'll see what your input is on this. The, the shark scenes at the end. I was I was hooked line and sinker until that scene i was like
0: oh. no pun intended <laughs> hook line and sinker yeah get that a lot <laughs> we're gonna be so obnoxious with that <laughs>
1: yeah and until that scene is just the cg it
0: yeah from what i remember i've only
1: saw it once bad
2: yeah some of the cg is is a little bit bad but i thought the movie itself was pretty interesting and, and well mm-hmm. done you know other yeah. than that yeah i i before. was
1: i was really enjoying it until that point i was like yeah. oh really <laughs> You had to go ruin the whole movie just with that. But it obviously didn't ruin it too much for me because it made it in my top five.
0: Yeah. I mean, was it as was it as good of a CG as like Sharkenstein? But yes. <laughs> oh no. Yes,
1: that's exactly exactly what went through my head. It was like, oh, oh God, no. here we go, another <laughs> Sharkenstein. Oof. Yeah, it was it was it was rough. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, that's a shame when that happens, but if the rest of the movie is worth the
1: re- rest of the movie is worth the save. I mean, you Dini. can't
0: fault the Linkleers just because the ending bad
2: was with, with this bad CG. I mean, the rest a lot of the movie people was do. Great. I know, but you, <laughs> you can't. Is what I'm saying. And <laughs> in this case, you know, to. yeah, it didn't ruin Megan's experience either. She enjoyed it enough to put on top fives. Oh, that's so. good. Right. Bad right. CG is not always as bad as you think it should be. I mean, <sighs> yeah. Well, know, yeah,
0: Considering <laughs> who who's talking right now, saying you, your tolerance threshold for bad CG and bad effects and just bad movies in general tends to be a little bit of a higher threshold than a lot of the average person. That's you know? true, yeah. <laughs> but that's part of your enjoyment of it. There's yeah. a lot of people out there that love those kind of movies because they find them like more entertaining. Yeah. I get it. I think there's room for both. But okay, yeah, that's interesting. So, So it's kind of a solo... Like there's not a lot of cast well, in there, it?
1: There, there are, briefly.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're <laughs> other
1: saying. Other people.
0: Yeah. Ah. <laughs> but
1: for the majority of it, she's on her own. Okay. She might okay. see somebody on the beach and she's trying to call them, okay. but she's just too far out for them to be able to notice her. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like another movie of the genre, kind of of a castaway sort of thing then, you kind know, of, where yeah. it's, there are other people, but it largely focuses on... Just and, her. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, my number uh, five, like I said, was two thousands. The Perfect Storm. Um, this movie is loosely based on a true story. Uh, it 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 has to do with um, a fishing boat called the Andrea Gale that was fishing off of the coast in Massachusetts and stuff, and and out of According to the movie, out of desperation for wanting to make up for lost monies from a bad season, they decide against their better judgment to go out and try and do one last fishing uh I think they were sword fishermen. Mm-hmm. I think that's I what think they so. To go out and do one last catch and wind up uh getting sucked into a really bad tropical storm, which they end up in the movie calling the perfect storm, being that it's like
2: like three storms put together yeah it's like
0: really bad like a category five uh uh hurricane (laughs) and all this other shit it's 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 really bad um i thought here's the thing it's one of those movies that i thought it was really gut-wrenching it was a shitload of tension I thought it had really cool character development. I, I liked the cast because I like George Clooney, mm-hmm. I like Mark Wahlberg. I'm big fans of them. Diane Lane is cool. Uh, John C. Riley's in oh, it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a it, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, who's going to come up again in this list. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of repeats in here actually, but uh, it's it's a really sad. Movie. This isn't like one of those like, yeah, like Friday night, let's go out on a date and see this. And then we're going to go get (laughs) we're going to go get some brews afterwards. Because, again, for those who haven't seen this movie, it doesn't end on a happy note. Like, no, you know, some of these other (laughs) some of these other movies we're going to talk about, like there's a lot of disaster that happens. But at the end, there's something of a relief. And it's like, oh, you know, but our main characters managed to get through it battered and bruised, but they persevered. No, nah, not in this movie. No. <laughs> and no. that's my problem with it. Yeah, I was just gonna say you were you were sighing at me when I listed it. So what's
1: I think that was my first movie I've ever seen with an ending like that. Okay. And I was so, so incredibly pissed off. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I wait this whole movie. For happy ending, I'm not gonna fucking get it. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah, there is yeah,
2: no I, I happy ending. I was
1: not happy, and I still hold a grudge. <laughs>
2: I've never seen. It. I just remember when it first came out, the trailers where the ship was going like at a vertical ninety-three yeah. angle. I was like, oh, yeah. "Come on, man!"
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, well. I believe it. The funny thing is, is it's it's actually not all that far-fetched. Ironically, with all the things that you like, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I could deal with that." It's a three-headed shark with like laser beam eyes or something. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. You never know. It could happen. Could happen. <laughs> but then it's like that boat that's surfing up that that's you know surfing up that giant wave. Come on.
1: Give me a break.
0: A bunch of horse shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I mean, I thought the effects in the movie were really good. I It's it's just one of those, it's one of those kind of things. I mean, if you've ever watched anybody out there that's ever watched things like uh, Deadliest Catch or any of those. And, yeah. you know, when you're watching when they're dealing with bad weather and you're just kind of like getting uptight, you're getting tense because you're like, Ugh, yeah. you know, you get sucked into it. This movie has moments of that.
1: Yeah, it's very tense. It was a very good movie. I'll have to mm-hmm. admit that. I just
0: Yeah, it's a really a grudge. it's a really good movie. It's just interesting because we're literally like the villain in the movie is weather is the yeah. water, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, you know, there it's it's not so much that it's not that there's some like giant pink whale out there that's trying to kill them or some sharkenstein or anything like that. It's it's and it's like I said, it is based on a true story although there was a bunch of like lawsuits and stuff because they used real names and stuff and families came forward and were like a you didn't ask us if you could oh, use no. these names b like that isn't really how it went down i mean of course they hollywoodized it right. you know mm-hmm. it's like they made it way more dramatic and they and plus the thing is is because of the way it ends, they don't actually know a lot of the details of what happened because there weren't, you know, survivors of a lot of this, you know. Um, So they had to create drama and story there and everything. But again, that being said, I think it's a great movie. And uh, I I knew that had to be on my list and ended up being lower down on the list, you know, towards the bottom than I had expected. Mm. And I Mm -hmm. kind of debated a lot over the placement of movies on here and stuff so but it i'm glad it's in there at number five at least
1: it's yeah, a solid number five i'll cool. give you that
0: okay all right we'll see how you feel about number four uh-huh. moving on to number four veto a little movie called the abyss directed by james cameron nice that's my number three no. <laughs> <laughs> okay megan it was
1: also mentioned in our group wasn't it yeah oh yeah the that storm was times. that
0: yeah that was so was the perfect storm somebody was mentioned it? that okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I went to something totally different and I went with a comedy mm. called Down Periscope okay. with Kelsey Grammer, Lauren Holly, Rob Snyder, a whole list of people.
0: I've never seen Silly, it. Yeah, Silly, goofy, it
1: m- goofy movie. I've,
0: I know the, peop- the people I know that have seen it when I, A couple people, I mentioned to them that we were going to do this topic, and one of the first things they mentioned was, down Periscope. I'm was like, <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm like, okay, so, well, that's cool. No, that's good. I'm glad you've got something like that in here, because everything we're going to talk about is going to be grim. Yeah, not me. <laughs> for the most part, yeah. Shiny, happy Megan. We need that sunshine in here for the two dark <laughs> moons over here. That is, that is me and Vito. Uh okay so my number 4 is a little I you might have heard of this movie that came out in 1997 produced by James Cameron known as Titanic. So oh, Jesus. Uh, you know every fucking thing I <laughs> mention she's going to be moaning at. So I it I had to go in I'll explain why when I when I get to it but Meanwhile, all right, Vito, you want to talk about number four?
2: The Abyss. Aliens. Underwater drilling platform. (laughs) The end. (laughs) This all sounds very familiar. Yeah. First of all, this cast is just spectacular. Yes, it is. Spectacular. Ed
0: Harris. Mary Mary uh, Elizabeth Mashantonio. Yeah. Michael
2: Bean. Yep. Um,
0: there, there's a scene where um Liz
2: um where she drowns and 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 uh, he has to bring her back to the ship and he's like doing CPR on her. That scene's fucking powerful, dude. Yes, it is. He's like slapping a shit, fucking wake up, bitch, <laughs> dude. It's like really rough. Man. No, I mean he's really like that. He's, yeah. yeah, it's not just
0: Vito embellishing. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he's like wake up,
2: goddammit. because he this is like his ex-wife and like he just watched her die in front of him and now he's got to bring her back and yeah, mm-hmm. pretty pretty h- p- powerful stuff. And then. There's a scene where I'm sure a lot of people have seen this. This isn't going to give it away, but there's a scene where they use this liquid oxygen suit so he can breathe at about 10,000 feet down or whatever it was. And like he's hallucinating, he's going down and down and down, and he reaches the aliens. There's like a nuclear bomb that the Navy SEALs have like sent off because Michael Bean lost his shit. Yeah. And the aliens find it. And it's just, it's great, man. The only thing I do not like is the special
0: edition. I was going to ask about that. Don't like. You don't like how they added the different stuff, made it more about, they kind of made it, they emphasized even more about. The Soviets and the U.S. and all that stuff, and the aliens kind of trying to basically scare us straight, sort of thing. And
2: yeah, <laughs> when I watched, I was like, "This is not doing it for me." I prefer the theatrical cut. But I
0: thought, I think they're both cool. I think it's it was in it's interesting. It's interesting to see all that. I was like, "Oh, okay, that definitely takes it in a little di- different direction." Yeah, made it a little bit more. I mean, the original is more is political too, but it, I think the original just focused more on that. You know, deep, you know, ocean. Cold War is like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, and uh, it was it was cool, man. Yeah, that dude, that scene with the the liquid that they that liquid oxygen and the the whole concept behind it is that because you've never seen it, right?
1: I don't think I've ever seen it No,
0: The whole concept behind it is that you can breathe underwater for a longer period of time and be able to deal with deeper depths and pressure and stuff because You're breathing in. you're basically not breathing in air. You're breathing in this liquid. And the concept is like, well, when you're in the womb, that's what you do. Okay. You're not breathing open air. You're like, you're breathing like this liquid. And it's like you have to train your body. Like your body never completely forgets you just have to retrain your body to accept it and stuff and it's fucking weird because at first it's like you're drowning it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 you know you 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 start to freak out and everything but then it happens and then you're like able to just breathe with yeah And, and i have such a thing about like drowning and everything like i can't even open my eyes in water like i couldn't like i'm not somebody who can like open my eyes when i'm always like this i'm i'm super sensitive to my eyes are just so sensitive so yeah the idea of doing something like that is terrifying but like super like intriguing too you know (laughs) there's some really interesting science i mean the movie did very well it doubled its it doubled its expense you know so it was like a 40 some odd 45 million budget and it did almost 100 mil so it did really well. It won, rightfully so, for 1990. It won the best special effects or oh, visual yeah. effects Oscar. Because the special effects in that movie are fucking amazing. Yeah, the
2: Liquid Monster is basically yeah. the T-1000 in Terminator 2. They use that technology to build onto the Terminator franchise. And
0: Right. If you watch it now, you're going to go, oh, well, I've seen this a million times. But back in 89... It was like, whoa! This is some serious fucking effects here, mm-hmm. and I had it. I don't know if you probably did too. I had it on laserdisc.
2: No, I just had the VHS and then uh, DVD.
0: But, oh yeah. yeah, and on laserdisc, which at the time was like the best picture quality you could get and everything. Oh man, it looked it was so cool. I bet yeah. the and and the sound everything about that movie. Yeah, it, that that's why it's my number three only made number oh i'm interested to see what your top three are going to (laughs) be so that was that's my top three i'm like this has got to be top three it's just an absolute classic you got to see it all right so moving on to number 4 Your number four
1: my number four again is down periscope from 1996 um and it's just a silly goofy movie it is not pc at all (laughs) (laughs) and that's why i like it um but it has Kelsey Grammer. He is in, the, obviously, the Navy, the military. And they're trying to decide, do we give him a boat, make him a captain of his own boat, finally? And people are like, Ugh, he's such a screw-up. We don't want to do that. And i are like, okay, we're going to do this. And so they give him a boat, but it's this big rust bucket of a boat. <laughs> right. Terrible. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, Wait, no, I don't want this. This is crap. I want a, I want a nuclear submarine. I'm supposed to have a nuclear submarine. And yeah. like, well, you get this. Are you, are you, re- are you refusing this? And he's like, because, you know, you could just have a desktop. He's like, no, not doing that. But Right. So anyway, they said, well, you're going to have to do these war games against nuclear submarines. <laughs> you got to sneak past them with this big rust bucket and these half half-assed crew that they got going on and what biggest screw-ups they could possibly find they give them as a crew. no, Of course. And then they give them a woman officer as well and you know women are not supposed to be on submarines. It's bad luck.
0: Right. Right. So
1: but then they give her that as well as because she's like a, a, a testing program or something to let women in the Navy. Mm. Okay. And of course the guys all have to fuck with her because she's well, hot. It, yeah. <laughs> and she's the only woman on the boat so. Right. I don't know. I, I think it's real fun, silly movie.
2: Yeah, my friends talk about it all the time. I just have not seen it yet. Really? Yeah. yeah,
0: I saw parts of it, at least parts of it back then, you know, probably rented it, you know, blockbuster kind yeah. of thing and mm-hmm. stuff. I I just don't remember too much about it, you yeah. know. I
1: remember seeing it a long time ago and it it's it's stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I had to be on my number four. So I had to go rewatch it again. I was right. like, "Yeah, yep, yeah, it's still number four. Good.
0: It still held up. Yeah, That's important. I was like, ooh, this is,
1: is, ooh, I can't believe they got away with this, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. <laughs> <This laughs> yeah. my kind of humor, so.
0: Yeah, watch them now before they all of a sudden, the, uh, you know, the, the uh, so-called. Cancel police show ca- up. Yeah. The cancel <laughs> police, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start going, okay, you can't show that anymore. Mm-hmm. so. Okay, yeah, I'll have to hurry up and watch it at some point. I think it was just showing on one of the channels recently. It was, was on, it? like, Pluto or Tubi or one of those. Mm-hmm. I saw it, and I, but it was already, like, two-thirds of the way through it, and I was like, oh, oh I'll, yeah. I'll catch it another time. I need to watch it from the beginning. Yeah,
1: well worth it, I think.
0: Okay. Well, as I said, my number four. <laughs> Can you tell that Meg's a big fan of Titanic. She does not like Titanic. <laughs> and she's trying to shoot herself in the head with a squirt gun. Uh, Give me your water, Vito. I don't really <laughs> understand why people hate this movie so much. I think people hate it because it was just so... Long? Well, and it was so popular. I think it's one of those things where it gets... if it Because it got so big and it was so everywhere. Yeah. And that damn... Celine Dion song like I have to I don't hate Celine Dion but oh my god that song was like anytime you get those songs like that that they overplay like The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston great (laughs) great movie I don't know if you've ever seen it it's a really good movie and stuff really interesting but if I have to hear I I will always love you again it's (laughs) like oh my god like just and not even that that's a bad song, but again, overplayed.
1: That Frozen song.
0: They'd let it go. I've never seen Frozen, and I probably never will, and part of it is because of that fucking song. <laughs> if I hear one more middle-aged woman's cackling out, let it go, it's like, yes, fucking let it go already. <laughs> like, it's not that great. But anyway, so I know there was elements of it that at the time that it just it got on people's nerves, just like your twilights and your Harry Potter's and everything else. When things get so big, but this is a good movie. Now I'm not saying it's a flawless movie because there's flawed things in here. They, they botched a few things in here, but I mean, James Cameron, if you want that just big Epic kind of movie with amazing effects and stuff like that, you can't go wrong with fucking James Cameron. He did a great job. I love Leo. I love Kate Winslet. It's a, it's a really good cast. And I should explain that the thing is, is this, this movie would make my list anyway. I kind of, I kind of hemmed and hawed about it because I was like, well, you know, yeah, there's other more, you know, cooler movies or whatever I could put on this list. You like know, Titanic 2? No, no. <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all, like Titanic Two. That's on a no whole, veto. No, that's, yeah. It's a bad veto. That goes on its own list.
1: It's your number three, isn't it? Oh,
0: no, no. no. I, I
2: know someone that was in that movie,
0: though. But. Oh wow. Okay. I've actually never seen it, but I, you know, just the concept. concept of alone is Titanic ridiculous. Two is great. But when I was growing up, I was infatuated with the story of the Titanic. Again, getting back to something we talked about. Recently on our squad uh, podcast and everything, one of the things that was really big back in like the late 70s and the early 80s was the mystery of the Titanic. I, I mm-hmm. went to a movie theater and I saw a very infamous documentary that came out at the theater called Raise the Titanic. <laughs> And I forget, I think like may I forget who the narrator was of that. It might've been like Orson Wells or some yeah. shit like that. I forget, but I might be getting them confused. But the point is, I was really infatuated with it. And I may have mentioned this on the show in the past, but another book that explains why I'm such a miserable person. <laughs> uh, when I was growing up, I was really infatuated with this book. It was like a reference book kind of thing called Darkest Hours. And it's literally a big thick book that just details everything Every major disaster in human recorded history. I think you mentioned that before. Yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta get that book. It's. I'll. <laughs> I'll lend it to. You. I. I've actually. I actually found it Did recently. You? I didn't know I still. Ha- I if I still had it, and I. I found it, so I can loan it to you. I mean, it's outdated now because I think it came out in like the late '70s or something like that. But even so, like just you know, when I was like seven, eight years old, I was reading about like you know the bubonic plague, yeah. and stuff like that, and just really interested in it and and the hindenburg Mm -hmm. and all that but the one that i was really really fascinated with was the sinking of the titanic and just like the artist's illustrations and stuff in this book of it it was like the scope of it and it was like chilling no pun intended again (laughs) um but it was it was really yeah it was terrifying so i'd seen various movies over the years that had to do with the titanic but again say what you want about it and I know now maybe some of the special effects are a little outdated or whatever. I don't care. To me, watching that for the first time in the theater and just the scope of it, hearing the metal creaking as you know, because you know what's going to come. Yeah, That's the worst part about this movie. And, that's, or the, and to me, the best part is you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. That's what's so gut-wrenching about this whole thing is like you're watching this movie and there's all these characters and some of them you hate. You know, you're meant to hate, and some of them you feel for, and there's like, and there's kids, you know, they should, they focus even on, there's like these little kids and stuff down in steerage Steerage and stuff, you know, in the lower class decks of the boat and everything. Um... And they're so cute and you're thinking and all this and you get to like these people and you're just like, oh, man. They
2: ain't bringing down that gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. When they're trapped. And
0: and, and it's cool that the, I mean, I know the movie's long, but the way that it goes almost like real time, you know, it's like almost like real time, The amount, almost the amount of time from this point to this point. And you're just like, oh, it it reminds me when they're trying to get through all those hallways and they get all the way here. Oh, there's a fucking gate they can't get through. Now they got to go back. And you're like, oh, Jesus, like this. It's exhausting. It reminds me of like a dream. You ever have those dreams where you're lost in a maze or Mm -hmm. something and you're like frustrated because you can't. it. I just think that on all those notes, this movie is amazing. Yeah, we all know that Rose should have let him up on the fucking door because they could have both (laughs) fit on the door. They would have just tried a little harder. Or maybe they could have even taken turns, you know, like get out, you know, just so that one of us isn't like freezing to death in the water. Could have done. I I know, but it's a movie. There's got to be drama. There's got to be an explanation for it. I already said in the past how much it pisses me off what the old lady does with the fucking necklace. At the end. Oh, you know, old Rose. Oh, I'm just gonna throw it back into the ocean. Fuck you! That wasn't yours to <laughs> fucking do with in the first place. It wasn't even your necklace. It didn't even technically belong to you. And now, you know, all these dudes on this fuck Bill Paxton, all of them is like spent like millions of dollars and he's not a jerk, you know. He's to choose to be kind of a decent guy, and now you've just totally wasted all their time and money because you're gonna go. Oop! I threw it overboard. Now I'm going to go die in my sleep. <laughs> so I'm with you on that. The end of the movie, meh, I could do without. But the rest of it, just to see that whole thing, uh oh, dude, everything. The band on the, on the deck of the, oh, mm-hmm. heart-wrenching. It's all just so heart-wrenching. It's, it's a good-ass movie overall. So it's kind of like your your number five was mm-hmm. the the shallows, where it's like right up to the end, right up to the end, where I take you know issue with it and stuff. But what's your problem with it?
1: I just I think like you were saying earlier, I just got so hyped up that I expected I don't know, I expected more from. I don't know what I expected more I was just from. To say, but... I don't know what, how much
0: more <laughs> they could have done with it. But I, but... I
1: was I was underwhelmed. Is all I could say. And now, did you see? Like, eh, it? Whatever.
0: Did you see it when it was new?
1: I saw. It in th- um. I think I saw it in the theater.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. I Yeah. I, saw it in yeah, the I was theaters. like,
1: okay. Well, I'm gonna go see this. It must be really fucking good. And I was like, eh.
0: it's funny because I would have thought it would be the kind of movie you would like. You would think because you like Leo.
1: I love Leo. Yeah.
0: Right. So you would think. Hmm. Yeah. But see, it makes me wonder. I really know how you are. If he lived at the end of the movie. And they had a happily ever after. Maybe? Yeah, happily ever after. And with him and Rose and all that stuff and everything, would you feel differently about it? Because I have a feeling.
1: I, you're probably onto something <laughs> there, maybe. Yeah, again, that probably just ticked me off. I was like, you do fuck this movie. I hate it.
0: Because <laughs> that's how you
2: are. <laughs> it's true. Totally true. Yeah. I can't deny.
0: So there's a there's a
2: funny Neil deGrasse Tyson story that he told on Rogan's podcast where he met James Cameron. Yeah. And he said, you know, I noticed when they look up in the sky that the star pattern is not correct for that year and location. (laughs) And Cameron's like, oh, really, man, you know what? I'm glad you told me I want to fix that when I redo the special edition. And he did the special edition and Neil saw him again. He's like, you know what? I noticed you didn't get a chance to fix it. He goes. Yeah, I guess I missed it. But you know what? The movie made like a billion dollars. Do you think it would be a better movie if I had fixed the star pattern that time? <laughs> right. You know? He's kind of sort of a jerk about it. And uh-huh. he was like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> it's true. But I guess the point is, is that you were it was brought up to you. Yeah. I mean, how hard would it have been to change the fucking star? Right. Pattern, really? <laughs> I mean, you're going to make a special edition do that shit. Fucking Spielberg would have done it. <laughs> <Right>. You know, <laughs> Spielberg would have been like, I'm fucking spielberg i'm gonna get that shit right george
2: lucas yeah. would add an extra creature well that jay too. george lucas <laughs> would have just
0: been like i'm gonna put two moons in the sky <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and i'm gonna have it run by children and, <laughs> and totally ugh, oh, don't even get me started <laughs> but i mean yeah on that note i mean 200 million dollar budget so it was a big but especially i mean even now that's a big budget i think it was mm-hmm. the most expensive movie for a long time Yeah yeah, And I think it was the
2: highest grossing of all
0: time Well right? 200 million dollar budget You go Oh shit That's a nail biter For the movie studio And everything Yeah um, 2.195 billion, billion. <laughs> dollars <Holy earned>. shit <laughs> So They did alright yeah. <laughs> I think they don't have to worry About the star uh, constellation Up there and stuff But Yeah
2: What yeah. 11 times It's fucking budget They made back yes. yes Jesus
0: Christ Yes Yeah Wow Yep, dude, Cameron, I'm
2: dude. He knows how to make a goddamn movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, someday we're gonna do. we're
0: yeah, gonna, we'll have to do We're gonna one. do a Cameron uh, thing, yeah, because I still want to get more into the directors, and we're gonna do roundtable uh, top fives on all those people. You know, yeah, that that'll be a lot of fun. We are in the top three now. Moving on. So, Vito, what is your number three, man?
2: Well, this is a movie that also came out in 1989. Oh, which okay. is called um, Deep Star Six. Oh, OK.
0: <laughs> it's not what I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> Deep Star Six. OK. Yes. Interesting. All right. Well, Megan, can you match that?
1: I No. <laughs> <laughs> I went with 2016 film The Finest Hours.
0: Hmm. Finest Hours. OK. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So number threes are all except mine. Which we already talked about, which was the abyss. So cool. All right. Well, then the remains. So this will be. Um, this is learning time now for Larry because I don't know these movies. So Vito, let's start with you, man. So
2: Deep Star Six is a underwater military base that has a sled weapon system that has nuclear missiles on it that they're installing at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and. <laughs> Because of Miguel Ferrer's stupidity, he ends up blowing up the fucking sector with a nuclear missile by accident. Because he inputs oh, no. the wrong code into the computer, and the computer thinks there's a hostile invasion by Russians or something, and oh, they Jesus. explode the. the nuclear no box. fail safe there. No. Huh? no. Oh, okay. And it releases like this underwater, like sea scorpion mutated creature that's been living under this cave system for millennia. Now it's out and about. And it terrorizes the whole crew, obviously. Okay. And it gets into the facility, eats a guy, chops him in (laughs) half, literally, which is great. Um (laughs) great. Sounds great. There, dude, there's some gore that I saw this movie on like ABC at like one in the morning one night when I was like seven years old or whatever. Okay. Dude, scarred me for life, I'm telling you. But now I like enjoy it in a good (laughs) way. But at the time I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? Miguel Ferrer is kind of going psychotic because of the pressure. He ends up stabbing one of the guys with a shark dart through the back, and it explodes his heart because of the gas bubble. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I've never seen somebody explode like that. And then Miguel gets himself into an escape pod, and he doesn't depressurize. So as he's going up, he explodes in the fucking escape pod. Ridiculous. (laughs)
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> we knew we were going to have to get into this stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And there is the origins of Vito's yep. infatuation with this kind of shit. And
2: another infatuation is one of the guys gets trapped inside one of those circular doors, like the circular hatches. Yeah. It closes on him, and oh. he, he breaks his back, and he basically... Ah. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's Fair. an infatuation?
2: Yeah, I, I infatuated <laughs> with those kind of deaths. It's a death... Okay. Circular doors closing in on people and cutting them in half for some stupid Does reason. That happen a lot. In a couple movies, yeah. Does
0: it? <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. So that's
2: my pick for number.
0: three. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll probably, I'll probably pass on that one. I got to be honest with you. It sounds just a little bit too much on the grim side for me. I yeah. I don't know about you, Meg. Maybe. I, I, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was I the eighties, dude. I
0: mean, what do you expect? <laughs> it was <laughs> Well, you know, the Abyss came out in the eighties too, and yeah. that wasn't quite as uh, you know.
2: Yeah, it's more of a feel-good movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when the Abyss is a feel-good movie in comparison, wow. yeah.
0: That's about right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what's the name of that one? Uh Deep Star Six. Okay. So for all you people out there that are like, oh, that sounds like my kind of movie, and I know there's a bunch of you, mm-hmm. you can look it up. Yeah. All right, Megan. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on to yours.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not following up that. Yeah. <laughs> so my movie is a happier movie, oh, okay. but it is uh, based in 1952 with the United States Coast Guard, mm-hmm. and it has Mr. Sexy, amazing Chris Pine. How
0: did I fucking know? <laughs> Here we go. In
1: it, which is what made me check it out in the first place, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I love them. Okay. Um, it's got uh, Casey Affleck, Ben Foster, and stuff okay. in it. Um, oh, okay. But what the the gist is that they have to go out and rescue the ship that's caught in like one of those perfect storms. Okay. And it's it's split in two. And it's taken on water and it's got a whole big crew on it and everything. And they, I mean, it's not a huge crew. I mean, maybe like thirty people or something on there okay. on this freighter. And they go out. But the thing is, like, the prior year is the same kind of situation. It's, like, February. So it was, it's snowing. It's freezing waters. And these bad storms come in same time every year, I guess. But there's, like, a breaker water, or like, um, kind of like a shelf. You okay. know what I mean? The, uh-huh. the, okay. so they have to get over this. And it's really dangerous in this type of weather. And what happened was the the prior year, Chris Pryan was, you know, taking a boat out there to do something and somebody died on the boat. Mm. They, they capsized or whatever and somebody passed away. So he's dealing with all that. And this is his first time going out over it because they always go around. But because this is such a dire situation, they don't have time to go around. So they're like, do we Do we not? I don't know. Is, is, is it worth it? We're going out on a suicide mission just to rescue these people. We're never going to make it in time. It's not worth it. So, but they go and attempt this rescue mission, and it's, it's really hair-raising at times. They have to take, you know, he has to get a couple volunteers, because obviously nobody's <laughs> <laughs> really wanting one. to go do this, so eventually he's getting enough people to, to go out and do this, and they, I think it's three guys go out, and they're constantly, like, these waves are crashing on them, so the, half the time they're underwater in this boat, fully exposed wow. to the elements. Damn. And it's, I mean, there's nowhere to put all these people when they get there, but they, I'm not going to say what happens, mm-hmm. but it, it was, it was, it was it was a nail bite. So it's an uh, Suspense,
0: action, like suspenseful action. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not a comedy or anything like that. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, and it's based on a true story as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was very, very good. So it made my number three. Yeah. Plus Chris Pine.
0: Plus yeah, Chris pl- obviously. Pine. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So. Well, now that one I sound sounds like something I might actually check out. Yeah. Unlike that's the other one. one. <laughs> 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 Where it just sounds like it'll give me death
1: and destruction <laughs> everywhere. Just
0: keep me awake even more than I already <laughs> stay awake at night. Okay, that's cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you've had a pretty diverse list so far. Yeah. <laughs> is it going to get even more diverse? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> awesome. Well, like I said, my number three was The Abyss. We already talked about that and everything. I think that is a good, solid number three. Absolutely. Everything. So we can move on to number two. You're
1: listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network
0: Okay, well, moving on to the number two. We're already at number two. Yeah. All right, Vito, what is your number two?
2: This is my last of the
0: 1989 block. This <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 1989
2: was it's all a good about good year, dude. You, yeah. <laughs> it's a movie called Leviathan. Okay. Starring okay. my boy Peter Weller. Yeah, okay. Interesting. I think I've
1: heard of it, but I don't think I know anything about it. Oh, you would
2: know it if you saw it, Megan.
1: Oh, okay. You're going to educate us? (laughs) Oh, I will. Educate me anyway? (laughs) Uh, Again, quite opposite of Vito, I am going with the lovely film from 2003 called Finding Nemo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about as different from Leviathan as you (laughs) got Yeah, well we're we're all ping ponging all over the place here with our number two. You got Leviathan, you got Finding Nemo. My number two is a movie from going all the way back to nineteen seventy two. Well, I know what you're gonna say. And it's a really intense movie called The Poseidon Adventure. So
1: Yeah, this is when I was it was on my list to check out it oh, and get to
0: it. I almost then, rented both of them last night. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's yeah, there's cuz there's been like remakes and, and there was, uh, there's like a and sequel and, sequel to, and yeah. stuff, yeah. So, uh, I'm specifically talking about the first one the that yes, the 1972 one, but we'll get to that in a minute. Vito, let's talk about Leviathan.
2: Leviathan,
0: underwater drilling platform. <laughs> <laughs> mixed with the thing.
2: Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's the mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So basically, um, there's an underwater drilling platform. They're drilling for I believe salt or a yeah, I something what like it was. that. Yeah, and they find this Russian submarine that's been adrift for I don't know how many years, and they find like this flask of vodka that they take back to the boat. Well, Daniel Stern is in this movie, and he's absolutely hilarious. So he starts <laughs> drinking the vodka and passes it to a couple other crew members. But what they don't realize is that the Russians were doing an, ex- an experiment with this vodka, and it was like this genetic compound that's like changed people's DNAs to make <sighs> them like this weird half-human, yeah. half-fish creature so they could be able to, like, fight Americans and win the war and shit.
0: And if Russians are going to fuck with <laughs> any kind of thing like that, of course, it's like, what else are they going to do? We put it in, in Wapka? vodka!
2: <laughs> of course! <laughs> to we trick can... the crew into drinking it you and know? see what happens. Yeah. So then all of a sudden it start spreading, and it's basically this creature that, like, Eats people, takes on their genetic makeup, kind of like The Thing. Right. It's terrorizing this underground drilling platform, and they got to, like, destroy it. And Peter Weller is, like, in command, but he's not, like, a very good person in command, and the people don't like him, so he's got to deal with that. And it's just it's an incredible film, dude. Stan Winston did the special effects, so you know they're top-notch.
0: I haven't seen it in a long time, but, yeah, it's a fucking tense movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. creature
2: designs are just epic. All practical effects, no yeah. bullshit CGI, yep. and it's just... It's really, really, really well done. Hmm. Highly recommend it.
0: Now that one would be one that I mean, it's it's grim, but it's not. It's more fun than the previous film. I yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
2: like a lot of comedy
0: stuff. Daniel Stern is just dude. Yeah, it's Daniel Stern. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: what I need if I want to watch something like that. I need some comedy relief. Yeah. Yeah, and he
0: literally went from that. To Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone was a couple was years oh. ne- ago. Was, it was like right after. Yeah, because Home, Home Alone was, was 90. 1990. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was all really his next. So time. you go Leviathan, <laughs> Home Alone. <laughs> now imagine if when he was in Home Alone, if they would have had some like unknown like crossover <laughs> where at one point he's like going through all that shit and when they, and like right at the end when they think that they've got uh, Macaulay Culkin trapped, if all of a sudden he fucking just went all. <laughs> crazy leviathan Freacher fucking you- vo- <laughs> vodka monster on him and shit and if the movie would have ended that way vodka monster. that
2: would have been fucking awesome what if there's where we can like edit those two together to make that happen it's happened
0: <laughs> well what was the one that i saw that they did where they didn't they somebody re-edit home alone but they put sylvester stallone into it oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I I, I, I'll i have to look that up later and stuff. People, if you know out there, let us know if anybody <laughs> knows the link to that. Somebody went.
1: Go post it in our squad.
0: Yeah, yeah. go post it in a squad or send, put a link underneath this or something. But, yes, yeah, somebody went and took Home Alone but then took Stallone, I think it was Stallone from another movie, and they, like, inserted him into awesome. all these. And it made it this, like, totally different kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> So why not? We could put the fucking Daniel Stern vodka yeah. monster in fucking Home Alone. I'd I've probably seen, like it better. It. Yeah. I've
2: <laughs> seen where they do the trailers like Home Alone and they'll turn into a horror film, like a horror film trailer, because they just change the music and take select scenes to make yeah. it look like it's a scary movie. It's mm-hmm. pretty funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, getting back to the point, no, that's that was a solid choice. Made it all the way up to number two. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: Very interesting what your number
2: one is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people
2: would be like, you pick that as your number one. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, moving on from Vodka Monsters and Home Alone, (laughs) let's move on to a funny little cartoon fish movie.
1: Yeah, from Disney. Okay, so obviously Disney has lots of water movies.
0: Which is why I omitted that from mine, yeah.
1: So I I was good. I narrowed it down to one and I had to go with Finding Nemo because I just, the movie's amazing. I love that movie. I will watch it over and over.
0: I've watched that movie a lot. It's probably, at least in the last, you know, 20 years or whatever, it's probably the one I've watched the most out of all the the recent Disney movies. I've probably watched Nemo the most. And I liked Finding Dory too. Yeah, that was cute too. It was it was good. I didn't like it as much as the first one, no. but it was good.
1: It was amazing, yeah. Because I I thought oh the Little, Little Mermaid. I really liked that and stuff. And I was like, my sister killed the Little Mermaid for me. Oh <laughs> yeah, because I to say I thought you were I, a big mermaid fan. I do. But I had to end up hiding that fucking movie from her. <laughs> Hi Don, if you're seeing this, <laughs> in in the Bambi case because <laughs> we would watch Bambi because it was too sad yeah
0: bambi's a rough one man yeah
1: yeah couldn't do it so i hit it there just so we didn't have to watch it every time she was over
0: we should do disney sometime
1: yeah i'm down for that
0: would you do disney yeah i've seen uh, because it doesn't even have to be all the animated like it doesn't have to be bambi and snow white it could be like anything dis as long as it's a proper disney film Mm -hmm. so it could be like their sci-fi stuff or any of those kind of things yeah that'd be interesting do you want to see us do disney
1: too you bad know? we're doing it anyway. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we might do that, but yeah. So okay, fair enough. Yeah, burned yeah, out. Yeah,
1: Moana on it. was really good, but yeah, I just, I, I just love the fuck out of this movie. It's so entertaining and funny. Dory's it is funny. amazing, and and there's something like, don't touch the butt, <laughs> and he touches the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's my humor. I love it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is that is definitely y- your humor. It, that movie really makes it for me what when um when he ends up getting uh when Nemo gets into the uh doctor's office the fish tank and all the scenes. different I all the different the fish, fish that are in the fish tank with that starfish. Like, bubbles, and- <laughs> bubbles 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 <laughs> yeah, the starfish that's always stuck to the side of the yeah the, Get I, it out of the
1: way flow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yep, that is okay. No explanation needed. <laughs> We all know why it's Megan's number two, because that's my humor. That is definitely all over the place. your humor. Well, it's good, because like I said, I don't think, without giving anything away about our, what our number ones are, I'm pretty sure that me and Vito don't have anything like that as our number one. <laughs> Probably not. You never know, but we'll see.
1: Huh.
0: All right. But <laughs> my, don't touch the butt, um, <laughs> my number two was 1972's Disaster Epic The Poseidon Adventure. Now, this was one that I saw as a kid on late night television back in the old days, pre-cable and all that, when you'd watch movies on ABC at like 2 a.m. in the morning, you know. I watched it late one night when I was probably, I don't know, 9 or 10 Mm. or something like that. Old enough to be able to get it, you know. And... I mainly watched it because it had Gene Hackman in it, because that was Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, you know, related it and everything. Uh, this was not a Superman movie by any means. Man, what an incredible movie. So what it's about is, you don't know what this is about, mm-hmm. right? What this movie is about is uh, a a big uh, ocean liner ship, cruise mm-hmm. ship thing, is on its way to Greece? is I it? I think that sounds about I right. I think it was on its way to Greece and it's like got this they've got this new owner that's recently bought out bought out this ocean liner and everything and he's just typical greedy asshole disregarding safety protocols and stuff and wants to hurry up and get it here as quick as possible and as cheaply as possible. And there's people on board, you know, taking taking this it might be the last. I think was it supposed to happen on like No, and maybe, yeah, I think it happens on like New Year's Eve.
2: I think it does, yeah. You
0: know, and it was supposed to be like its last voyage of the year before it shut down, whatever, something like that. But the point is, is because they are not obeying safety protocols and stuff, they end up um, capsizing and everything because they don't get enough, uh, what do you call that? I can't think of what they it, it it gets it gets overturned in a tsunami is basically what happens. Okay. And because they didn't have enough water in the bottom that helps keep it buoyant mm-hmm. and everything because they weren't doing it right, it was more easily no, normally a cruise liner wouldn't have that happen under the, hopefully under those kind of circumstances, but this thing capsizes and it turns upside down oh, in the water. <laughs> So then there's like a small group. Eventually, it narrows down to a small group of survivors led by Hackman who are all trying to make their way through the ship. Now, we've Vito and I have been on cruise ships now four times. Something like something that. Like that. Yeah. We've done cruise ships four times with the band and everything. So we know how big these boats are and how winding and everything. And then especially when you start thinking about steerage and all that and all the things. like
2: Dude, cr- we can't even make it to the venue when we have a fucking map that tells you. I, I know, <laughs> I know, exactly. That's exactly
0: my point. We get lost when it's right side up and we have a map. And it's like, wait, wait, are we supposed to go this way? So these guys, there's like, they're on, you know... They're operating on little to no power that's left. And there's certain rooms where it's almost completely full of water. Other ones, it's filling up and everything. And they have to go through. It's like a fucking video game.
2: Yeah, really. <laughs> it
0: really is. I mean, this was before video games, but it's like it would make, if they didn't, and maybe they already did, but if they never made a video game for this, like they should. It, it That's what it feels like to me is because it's like now you're at this next room and it's like. You're on, there's, like, these ladders. This is, like, a room where it was, like, a boiler room thing, and there's all these metal staircases and ladders, but everything's upside down. (laughs) And then, of course, because it was a boiler room, it means, like, all the water in there is, like, boiling hot and everything, and it's, like, you have to jump over this... And go through the water, but you can't be in there very long because there's <laughs> electricity, you know, blah, 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 and get to this other so you can get through that hole, that portal over there. Yeah, and this is the, like a great game. <laughs> it is. And the <laughs> thing about it is, is that the people that are trying to survive, it's not like this is like, you know... Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth and blah blah. These are like. It's like Ernest Borgnine. It's Ernest <laughs> Borgnine. And yeah, and Red Buttons, you know, like these older, like they're old, they're old. One's like a haberdasher and the other one's like a retired police chief and like and with his old wife. And one of them's like an ex hooker or something yeah. like that. Seriously. <laughs> and everything. Yeah. And so and it's it gets very sad some of it gets very sad and they kind of borrowed from this movie for that one movie uh later with all the people that were trapped in the tunnel in new york with all the water daylight yeah is it daylight the they storm? they borrowed a little bit i think in that of the same that concept a movie, that's a real good yeah. movie that deals with water too and oh, you yeah, think true. about yeah, that cuz yeah. there's water that comes through but um yeah that's a real good movie um but anyway so i it's an it's an incredibly tense, sad, because there's stuff that happens. You're like, oh man, you know, like it does have a happy-ish ending, you know, so there is some relief at the end, but very tense. This was one of the first big disaster films. Disaster films became a big thing in the 1970s. You know, you had Towering Inferno and Airport yeah. and all those, <laughs> and all those kind of things. This was one of the first ones, but this movie was huge this one ended up winning like two academy awards wow. golden globes all sorts of other awards it you know like i said gene hackman ernest borgnine uh shelly Win- winter's red buttons like all these like big name there was like five academy award winning actors in this one movie but it was a disaster movie <laughs> so it was kind of unusual at the time cuz you didn't usually get like that kind of pedigree for this sort of film it took this sort of film from being like the B film status of the 1960s and made it like mainstream affair you know kind of thing and it did really well in the theater so yeah it was it's just and it's another one where it's like the water is your enemy it's not about sharks or monsters or aliens or anything like that it's literally just you trying to get from one end of this fucking capsized ship, you know, and it and it's the whole concept of how this thing, when it was right side, out it was beautiful and wonderful. And it's supposed to be a thing of relaxation and peacefulness and fun and everything. And now it is literally your worst enemy. Like it's trying to kill you, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really, really good movie. So, and there have been remakes and sequels and stuff. Yeah, there's there,
2: a Kurt Russell remake that came out in like 2008 yes. or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like that. Early 2000s, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay too. Yeah. You know, there's so any any of those if you're interested in checking them out. But I suggest checking out this one.
1: Yeah, sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, it is really good. So we are at number Numero one. Uno. Yep, the Uno Draw Four. <laughs> No, we're not drawing four. Actually, we're just drawing three. We're going to have three here. So we're changing the rules of Uno. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Should I just put a reverse card down? And Okay, never mind. Skip. Anyway, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. It's been great, folks. Uh, and on to our honorable mentions. Vito, what is, I'm very curious, what is your number one?
2: How about, can you guys just guess what you think would be? Would you have any kind of guess what I would put on as a number one?
0: Ghost Ship.
1: Yeah.
2: That's a good guess, actually. <laughs> because <laughs> no one it's not. <laughs> it's not. Really? It's Sphere from 1998. Oh. Based off the Michael Crichton book, Sphere. Okay. Yeah. It's got like Samuel Jackson.
0: God, I wouldn't even have thought Sharon of that. Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, wow. that's, a, yeah. that's a film, man. Yeah, all right, Cool. Mm-hmm sphere
1: wow way to pull one out of nowhere surprise us <laughs> sounds good though well good i mean actors. it's yeah
0: see it's good because he said he wasn't going to bring up like submarine and ship kind of yeah, stuff and he point. wasn't going to do like shark movies so yeah wow. yeah it really threw us for a loop there yeah, all no, right seriously <laughs> all right meg you're number one
1: um i he had to go with it i i had to put jaws number one you the first Jaws. It, yeah you think of a shark or water movie you think of jaws yeah so have i to be would number have, one i
0: would have said water world but jesus christ <laughs> skip. <laughs> <laughs> she's just gonna be hitting that skip button on me a lot <laughs> um well this will make it easy because my number one is 1975's jaws nice had to be i mean i yeah. could have told you that yeah, yeah it, it had to be I would have been interesting if I would have gone the route like Vito did, though, you know, yeah. and be like, no, no shark movies. It's like, oh, shit. OK. Yeah. Then
1: that, yeah. I would have been screwed.
0: Yeah. That would have been interesting. Although I will get into our honorary mentions. But all right, Vito, let's talk about Sphere, man. Yeah. So
2: this movie, I knew from the start that I loved it before I even saw it because it's basically <laughs> it's underwater. There is um, basically a military installation because they find a spaceship buried under the water. And it's been there for over 300 years. Now, the year takes place in like the 1990s. You're thinking, well, how can a spaceship be there? And there's like this mystery involved because it av- obviously has been there for a long time because coral has grown over the ship. So they can calculate how long it's been there. And so Dustin Hoffman plays like a psychiatrist who wrote a report to tell the military what to do in case of an alien invasion okay, and yeah, first yeah. contact scenario. But what you find out is he made up this report off the top of his head to sell a book so he could pay for his house. So he's like, dude, I just put people that I knew in here. I didn't know they were actually going to use it. And Samuel Jackson Jackson like, is on to him and stuff, and it's, there's a really cool dynamic between them. And as you go through, they get into the ship and the mystery on, on, on rails itself. And I, I don't want to spoil too much, but you find out right away that it's an American spaceship. And that's all I'll say. Oh yeah, but you yeah. find that out in the first like five ten minutes, so it's not a big spoiler. So you're like, how the fuck did an American spaceship crash land three hundred years ago when there weren't even Americans three hundred years ago?
0: Timey wimey. Yeah. Yep.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that one sounds really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's amazing. The cast is spectacular. It's based off a Michael Crichton book, which the book is great as well. There's a few differences, but. I highly recommend the movie. I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's really, really Yeah, good. that's
0: yeah. That's kind of the truth. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, when did that come out? Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna, I, yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was around two thousand. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, okay. All right. Looking at the rest of your list, I could see why that would be number one. So would you say that's like one of your favorite films?
2: Yes. So I literally can watch this movie every night and not get tired of it. I literally spent two weeks straight watching this every night, falling asleep to it, and I did not get tired of it at all. <laughs> Even
0: just, though you fell asleep to it, so you technically did get tired from it.
2: No, it's just, you know, when you're up at night and you're just kind of winding down, I'll always yeah. put this movie well, it's on just to like watch.
0: A, you know.
1: With me and Star Trek, I'll put Star Trek on to fall asleep.
0: Yeah, well, Star Trek. I love Star Trek, but it (laughs) it has that effect. Old Star Trek, especially. Yeah, Yeah. I don't
2: know how many times I've watched this, but I never get tired of it. And people rag on this movie like you wouldn't believe. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say, I know it was kind of divisive. I thought it was a good movie. I just, I haven't seen it since back then, so I'd have to watch that again. But I remember it being, yeah, I remember it being kind of interesting. You know, I, I love stuff that has to do with, that kind of like, how do you explain the timeline of right. this? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I like that shit. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Veto's number one is Sphere. Nice. Yes. Sphere. <laughs> All right. Megan, you wanna? Me and yeah, you talk just about. Jaws. Old Jabba Jaws. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. It <laughs> was a cartoon in the late seventies. Uh, fittingly. When they came out with Jaws, they had a kids' cartoon that was like a comedy thing with a with a shark. So it was like Scooby Doo, but instead of a dog, it was a shark. It was this big shark, and his name was Jamba Jaws, <laughs> <laughs> and he talked like Curly from the Three Stooges. Oh, stages. really? Awesome. He was like, bub, 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 bub. no way. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch this. Me now. and my <laughs> son are out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Jabber Jaws. We're here to talk about the real Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you got against Jabber Jaws?
1: Uh.
0: All right. Well, anyway, so, I mean, there's so many reasons for this to be number one. I mean, first of all, pretty much the main debut of Spielberg on the the scene. And Mm. what a fucking debut, you know? Yeah,
1: seriously. We didn't knock it out of the park your first try.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. the cast is incredible. You've got Richard Dreyfus, love him. Yeah, he's great. he's great in this. In particular, <laughs> as Hooper, Roy Schneider as Brody, as Sheriff mm-hmm. Brody, he's great. Um, and then, of course, Robert Shaw as Quint, dude, the uh, incredibly drunk and surly Quint. Which <laughs> apparently, Robert Shaw was drunk and surly during the making of that. Like oh, when really? he when he tells that story, that whole scene when they're drinking. And he tells the story about the USS Indianapolis and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was, like, legit. Like, there wasn't really much acting going on there. That was, that was just him drunk and, like, telling this story. And I think that's what, for me, that scene, that whole thing with all three of them on the boat, that's when it really takes a turn. And it, it I kind of, I don't want to say it legitimizes the movie. I'm not going to say the movie wasn't legit. Before that, but up to that point, I feel like it feels a little bit like kind of like oh, here's your scary, mm-hmm. you know, B movie drive-in B movie thing. But when those three actors got together and then set out on the ship and the drama and they they slow down and they start telling and the stories and developing that character interaction, it's like oh,
1: yeah, you become very enveloped in that when they're doing that, like, right? Like. <laughs> edge of your seat, bated breath, listening.
2: Because doesn't, like, the camera zoom in as he's kind of yeah. saying it? Yeah, the, the whole like, thing. It draws it was, you into, like, yeah, the Yeah, it draws you
0: in, exactly. Right, and that's what made it feel like, okay, this is not just another, like, disaster, scary kind of movie thing. Like, there's some serious acting and movie-making chops going on here. And it created something new, you know? Plus, then, of course, you've got John Williams' fucking score <laughs> for it, which... Any, anybody. I mean, you could be a five-year-old kid and you go, dun, 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 yeah. and they know what that is. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, it's like, man, like, th- 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 just so many things about this movie is so brutally iconic. I mean, when did you see this movie? Did you see it when it was a kid or no, did you see it when you were older? I think
1: I saw it when I was older. If I did, I don't remember it.
0: I saw it as a kid. <laughs> go figure because even though my mom will swear we never let you watch all those movies you let me watch all the movies mom (laughs) you did I remember very clearly (laughs) because I remember being like and I was well not in 75 I was two years old but later when I was like probably six or seven or something I saw it and I just remember like especially when like that that arm, that severed arm, floating, and that when they find the dead cadaver in the yeah. water, and it startles them, and everything like that, really bothered me, because it was like I never even, knew, you know, to me, only thing I knew about sharks was fucking Jabber Jaws, <laughs> you know what I mean? At that point, like I was just like, oh yeah, cool sharks, and it was just like, oh, they do that, oh, mm-hmm. and it really, people don't understand that it really did, it affected. It still does today, but it's, but I mean, it was so new. It affected like people going to the beach. I mean, it like super adversely affected people going to the beach. It's like they were pissed. Like, 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 yeah, like town mayors, tourist and towns or tourist or towns, and all that. They were pissed about this movie. They're like, you really <laughs> fucked us up. Cause that's how much it got inside people's heads. Cause wow. this was the biggest movie, you know and still today is one of the biggest movies of all time. So, I mean, for that alone, you know, you can watch the movie and some people can say, "Well, it's kind of dated and you sometimes you look at the shark and you might go, "Okay, that
1: <laughs> See, I
0: But I think it looks cool, like to me, but again, I'm That's older. That's what kind of
1: makes it cool now.
0: I'm older though, but I'm saying like some 18-year-old that might be watching yeah. or listening to this might watch it and be like, "Jaws, really, man? Like, dude, that, that shit's ancient and it's like, but again, much like the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix, or so many, or the Wizard of Oz, or something like that, you have to put it in its time and understand everything that came after it would not be the way it was if it was not for Jaws.
1: I don't know. I think that Jaws looks more realistic and better than some CGI shit. Oh,
0: absolutely. I like agree the with you. Shallows. Yeah. And well, the that, yeah. Just, but, yeah. But <laughs> no, but yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. There's just a there's a certain charm to just practical effects in movies. You're just exactly. You're more invested, I think, in the scene than you would be a CGI right. shark or something. You know.
0: But I also think that people criticize it now, just like they do some other films for its pacing, because you know nowadays people go, "It's too slow." Oh, it is a 70s And it's too quiet, and it's slow, and it's like, but see, to me that those are the kind of things that made an impact on me, and that's why like a lot of the new movies don't make an impact on me, even if I could go, "Well, was cool. it was cool, it's entertaining." Mm-hmm but i don't
1: so much going on at one time
0: yeah and i just yeah and i just don't even the even like when we went and saw godzilla last year i loved that movie i enjoyed the shit out of king of the monsters mm-hmm. yeah. but when you compare it to when i was watching the old movies when i was a kid and they were slower paced and there was more build up to when they finally had the monsters and everything in it i don't know there's something to be said for that kind of silence and pacing and Subtleties and everything,
1: yeah, it fucks with your head.
0: Movies nowadays wouldn't have the scenes, the long drawn out scenes of the three of them drinking on the in the you know the under cabin of the boat and singing "Show Me the Way to Go Home." And, and that scene and, is so pivotal because
2: you find, like Quint like starts to respect Hooper at that point because before it's like, Oh, uh, you're some college kid. You got fucking city hands. You're counting one your whole life."
0: But yeah, in those old movies, they don't really they they don't speed through stuff the way they do now. And now you wouldn't get those kind of pivotal scenes of all of them starting to respect each other, like you said, starting to feel things out. And the audience kind of caring about those characters right. so that when they do then the next day, when they're out af- dealing with the damn shark and stuff that happens and everything, it's you're like, oh, like you and don't... you're more
1: invested in them. And
0: you don't yeah. want to see them fail and you want to see them help each other and then you see their you feel their agony now it just that this is a really well-made movie i mean i know a lot of people still generally think of jaws as being sort of a monster water monster disaster type flick but there's more to it than that and so that's why i was like i i gotta make this I could have easily made Poseidon Adventure number 1 because that that's how fucking good that movie is and everything but yeah it had to be jaws cuz that's automatically you just say like you know think of a movie that deals with water and the majority of people are just going to be like jaws. jaws
1: yeah yeah exactly so
0: kind of a no brainer yep but all right That was a pretty good list, guys. I'm I'm proud of us. I thought we came up with some really good... I'm sure there's more than a handful that people would be like, oh, I never heard of that one. So, cool. We hope that it gave you guys some maybe new suggestions, new ideas, Mm -hmm. things that, you know, of course we want to hear your input and debate, but we're not totally done yet because I know I would like to, and I'm sure you guys have some too, I'd like to mention a few that really came close to being on my list. If this would have been a top eight or a top 10, they would have been in there, but mm-hmm. couldn't do it. So honorary mentions. Vito, do you have any? Yeah, one movie called Deep Rising from 1998. Yeah, I know that movie. So Deep it stars Rising.
2: Treat Williams. Yep. Yeah. Um, He's basically like this not mercenary, but he gets a bunch of mercenaries on his boat because they hire him to go hijack something. And there's a cruise ship liner okay. that's out to voyage, but the owner of the cruise ship sabotages his own boat to get the insurance money because he realizes he spent all this money to build a ship, and he's never going to make a profit for right. it. So the only way he can make money is by sabotaging it, sinking it, oh, getting geez. the insurance money. Okay. But when they get to the ship, you find out that everybody is dead because they've been eaten. By these tentacle monsters <laughs> that are all CG for the most part, yeah. And the CG is pretty bad, but it's incredibly <laughs> fun and funny movie. Like it's just a nonstop action film set on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean.
1: What was it called again?
2: Deep Rising. Deep
1: Rising. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. And you find out what the what the tentacle monsters are at the end. I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: Great gore effects. You find out that it's actually the squid billies. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the Squidbillies, dude. This show's great, man. (laughs) show, man. (laughs) But anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I remember that movie. Boy.
2: It's a bad rap, but... Yeah, well... (laughs) It's good, man. It's a good flick.
0: Any other uh, honorable mentions, or is that it?
2: I might have to go with the Kurt Russell Poseidon film. Okay. Just because I saw that a couple years ago and really enjoyed it.
0: No, Um, it's solid. Yeah. Yeah. If I had never seen this one, I would, you know, that would... That would be a contender yeah. and everything. I just, I prefer the original because I was the one I first saw and everything. We could always do a part two to this and then like do, you know, do Water 2, you know, and, and then that time we go, okay, we're going to get into more more of those other water movies. Water 2
1: and Water 3.
0: Yeah. It's all the Jaws sequels. <laughs> <laughs> jaws 3d i saw that at the theater did you yeah with the bad 3d it was so bad (laughs) so bad i remember i went with my friend danny my my childhood friend danny we went and saw it because it's not one that i would have like been like let's go see it but danny was like i really want to see jaws 3d so i think his mom or his older brother somebody took us to see it and i remember us just being like Oh, this is terrible! <laughs> like even then, you know, yeah. like in when we were like ten years old or whatever, we were just like, "This is so bad, <laughs>
2: dude!" <laughs> when that yellow submarine's coming to, yeah. and it
0: just and it cracked. Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is that effect,
2: dude? With the glass yeah. and everything, it's just like,
0: oh, it's so horrible. It's always bad when they try to do any kind of effect thing or something that they they're not ready for, right? It, <laughs> you know. It, oh. Like much of the 90s, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't even know
2: when... Uh, I forgot when Jaws 3 came out. It had been like 80 or uh, something, right?
0: No, 82. Oh, okay. Maybe something like that. It was like around 82. Yeah, because Jaws 2 came out, it was like 78, I think. I like Jaws 2 a lot. Yes, I love that one. Yeah, I thought that one... There were some things about Jaws 2 I actually liked even better than the first Jaws yeah. movie, but yeah, we could talk about all the Jaws <laughs> stuff. We ever do? Well, I'm sure we will if we get into like shark, like yeah. movie, you know, or like that, something like that. There's a lot. There's a lot of bad, of course, we could cover, but there's also <laughs> some. There's also some really good ones, you know. When you get into things about megalodons and stuff like that, you know, the megalodon. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I'm sure you have uh, some honorable mentions. I
1: have a handful. Okay. Yep. Um. Probably a lot nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to start with, I think it was a 2018 Netflix show called, um, uh, movie called Solo. Mm-hmm. And it was actually all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I heard of it. Yeah.
0: But I haven't seen it.
1: And it, it was like, I don't even, it was so good. I wasn't even worried it wasn't in English where I had to read the subtitles because wow. it was, it's about a guy, he's a surfer and he's walking to get down to this, this really obscure beach. And everything, so he can go surfing, Mm -hmm. and he ends up falling off this cliff. Oh no! And of course, seriously, GI
0: Joe (laughs) sounds like a (laughs) oh, sorry, folks. Anyway, go ahead. (sighs) Say, fell off a cliff. Gotcha. Well, uh,
1: for a while, you're watching him desperately hold on to this cliff. Okay. And so, ev- obviously, eventually he falls off and seriously injures himself. And it's just about him trying to survive this beach that nobody's ever at, mm. um, hmm. being severely injured. He's uh, he's hallucinating people that he knew, kind of reliving his life and what he did wrong. And, okay coming to grips with other people's life choices because of his choices it's it was really interesting i mm. thought it, it was very good okay. i didn't care that it was in spanish oh, that sounds a good, good solo yeah. you said? solo huh? yep um a uh, second one was it's called open water oh yeah i saw that in yeah, the theater. 2003 yeah I, I remember seeing it before i was like oh yeah that movie and i found it and yeah, so that was still really good. It's about a, a couple that goes on scuba diving. Yeah. Um, I've seen this. I saw hul- it once. You know, they're yeah. really hardworking people. And so, yeah. And they got to sh- survive shark attacks because they're left behind. Based on a group, true story. Based on yeah. a true story. So it Solo, based on a true oh, okay, story. Cool. Both of them are true stories. Um, and then my third one, I can't remember what year it was, but it's called 12 Feet Deep. Mm-hmm. And it's about these two girls, they get trapped in a pool over a holiday weekend. Um, And there's this crazy janitor lady that just got fired and she ends up tormenting them. Hmm. Uh, Like she turns off the heater in the pool Hmm. and she like fills it with the chemicals and everything so they're oh, choking no. on it and what the fuck yeah. they can't just get out
2: of the pool <laughs> no, no
1: no no because it has a hard top over it oh so it's closed think I for know the weekend you, okay.
2: oh yeah i think I know. and the one girl
1: about. she's like diabetic or something because she needs her shot and the lady won't give them the shot so she's like on the verge of going into Jeez. a coma yeah it was pretty fucked up
0: <laughs> that so. sounds pretty fucked up
1: but it was interesting as well. So okay. a little different one because it's a pool, but they, the whole movie's in the pool. Damn.
0: So what was that called? 12 Foot Ninja? Was that? <laughs> it's 12 Foot Deep. It's wrong. wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not talking about a gent band, right? Or whatever came. Yeah. You know, but, uh, the case.
2: Yeah. Let's change 13 tunings in one song. Have, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for the other show. Yeah. Um,
0: okay, cool. Well, I've got a few. I'll, bla- I'll blaze through them real fast. Um, one of them was uh, 1984's Hunt for Red October. Oh, yes. Dude. Excellent you know, movie. That's so good. excellent movie. Again, I, man, that easily could have been in this list. But I felt like even though it takes place in the water and stuff, I didn't feel like the water was really the threat so much you know what i mean mm-hmm. even yeah. though it takes place on the sub and all the you know you know it, it it felt like when it really came down to it compared to the other 5 that i brought up i felt like the water wasn't as much of a mitigating factor In it as I did these other five, and that's why I held off because I was really debating on whether I was going to put Titanic or Hunt for Red October in my list, and I went with Titanic, much to Meg's chagrin.
1: Should have done the other.
0: (laughs) Well, but I have, I also have a feeling we're going to be talking about, like I said, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about something because we could talk about hunt for october we could talk about patriot games we could talk about there's so many five
1: seven
0: one yeah there's so So many and another it was another one that i would mention that's a speaking of uh foreign language type films and stuff is das boot that's that's an incredible movie really really good movie about about the submarine back in the 40s -hmm. and stuff um so i kind of yeah i went off of that same thing with 1980s the final countdown oh dude <laughs> yeah i brought we we've, we've talked about that way way back i think when we were talking about time travel yeah you know a couple of years ago that's one of my favorite movies of all time that's one that i you could put on every day and i'd be like okay i'll sit down and watch this again <laughs> like it's i've seen it dozens of times over you know i haven't seen it in a while but another one that's Just a fucking phenomenal movie about an aircraft carrier from modern times being the late 70s that goes through a weird storm that turns out to be a time portal and finds itself back in 1941. Interesting. Like, just days days before before Pearl Pearl Harbor. Harbor.
2: (sighs) And they've got, like, F-14 Tomcats in this battleship. like, what do we do?
0: (laughs) It's fucking amazing. (laughs) So there's this big ethical problem on the ship of... Do we stop? <laughs> because we can fucking stop them. We could literally change destroy the Japan. Inti- with, we oh could go and destroy God, Japan man. and probably Germany <laughs> with what we've got and everything. And then it's like, but you can't. You can't change history like that. And it's it's really cool. What it, was that one? It, the final countdown. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kirk Douglas, uh, Martin Sheen. Oh, so good. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Super. Yeah, great. I, okay. Even though it's only an honorary mention... I highly recommend this movie for people. It's, it's one of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. Even the effects are cool and stuff. Yeah, when they go cool. through that storm and the way it Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I didn't include it because, A, I've talked about it before on the show. It, it's one of those things where it could make it into so many lists that I'm like, <laughs> kind of like Vito with T2. It's like it makes it into every other <laughs> list. <laughs> And so it I had just more water in it. it yeah, the it best would. One. Yeah. And again, it, again, much like the others, like Patriot Games and Red October and stuff, I was like, well, okay, it has that storm, but it's really more of a time portals than a than a storm. And it's, you know, the water is just kind of a setting; it's not that consequential to the story. Gotcha. So I said, okay, I'll hold off on that. And then the last thing, again, because the water. Obviously factors into a lot of this movie, but I, I don't feel like it's as crucial. Is Tom Hanks' Castaway?
2: Yeah, I have not seen that movie.
0: before. Oh my! I heard it's incredible. God, what a great movie! <laughs> I think I
2: made it through
1: half of it.
0: Really? Oh my God! What is I wrong fell with you? <laughs> well. Okay,
1: I need to finish it. It was good up until I fell asleep.
0: <laughs> the pacing of the movie and everything, and at times I c- in the middle, I could understand why, especially if you're, if you're tired, I could see how you might kind of drift. But that doesn't mean it's not a boring movie. Yeah, a great movie. I mean, most people out there know what it's about, about that him through a sequence of events that he winds up in, a, in, a cr- in an airplane crash on an island, only survivor, uh on an like an uncharted well it's an it's a known island, but it's in you know the middle of the Pacific and
2: they don't know that he's and they they think there. he's dead, oh,
0: okay, his fiance or whatever she is or wh- I think it was his wife or fiance I forget if they were married or I don't not think they were married, no, I think they were like engaged mm-hmm. or something like that um she believes he's alive like she has and they go back now and then and kind of show like her over the years like struggling with carrying on and things coming up about you know and she for years even she was still carrying on the crusade of we could do this we should find that and of course everybody's like this is ridiculous he's dead he's gone well he's not dead and of course it's Tom Hanks so it's going to be good he's <laughs> he's incredible in this movie cuz he carries most of it on his own other than the times when they do occasionally cut over to the civilized world and everything back at home and stuff. And those are brief. You know, three quarters of this movie is just him on his on his own on an island talking to himself and talking to a fucking Wilson, the, talking to Wilson, the soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what happens is he was working for FedEx, I think was what or or something UPS, like UPS or FedEx, one of those like a mi- And he was like a higher up kind of guy. And he had to go. They were take they were making a flight over to like Moscow or something mm. like that some important trip he had to make for business purposes and the, the ship crashes the plane crashes and so thankfully because it was a ship that was carrying packages he does wind up being able to salvage a handful of the packages okay. and at first he like doesn't even want to open the packages because he's like i gotta get these to people and stuff. <laughs> Deliver them still. And then but you know obviously after a while it's like okay well i gotta do yeah you know so he opens up one box and there's a pair of like ice skates And he's like, what the fuck am I going to do with ice skates? But they have blades. Mm -hmm. So it becomes all about like, what would you do if all you were, you know, how would you MacGyver? Some random UPS boxes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just a bunch of random shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's pretty cool how it comes out. So that's why he had the soccer ball was because it was. A gift somebody grandma was sending to their kid and everything. (laughs) No, he's never gonna get that soccer ball. (laughs) No. Well, they they get. I can't give it away. Oh, okay. They they get the things at the end. There's 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 you know there's redemption, but it still has a bit of a bittersweet ending and stuff. It's not like a super happy ending. It's not. But anyway, great movie. But you know the water is kind of his enemy, is his hurdle to get over because he wants to eventually get back to some sort of civilization. So he wants to figure out, is there a way I can build a ship or a raft or something mm-hmm. like that? That becomes a thing. But again, I was just like comparatively compared to Titanic compared to the abyss jaws. I, I, I couldn't justify it being in the yeah. list. So anyway, that's it. I thought uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And definitely, like list. I said, yeah. we're, we're already thinking like we could do more. <laughs> And I'm sure we're going to, you know, I'd love to just do one just about submarines and battleships and aircraft carriers. Any movies that deal with things like that, you know, fucking even Top Gun. I mean, they're on aircraft (laughs) carriers. Fuck. It's true. (laughs) So many things. So anyway, with that. We are out of here. Uh, Thank you so much for checking it out, for watching or listening, whichever route you went with this podcast. We will be back soon with more. Of course, as always, please like, subscribe, hit that little bell down there so you get notified. It only takes a moment and it doesn't cost you a damn thing. (laughs) Uh, If you do feel like supporting us and you like what we do, we are very very fortunate to have a handful of people that support us through patreon we love our patrons hi everybody and uh you know there's links below for where you can uh find out about that and we're going to have some exclusive content up there soon
1: yes we are we (laughs) promise it's coming
0: it's we've been working on it so it is coming um and yeah i mean just make sure you look for us support us share we're on all the, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can also download us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iTunes, iTunes Spotify, Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. We're on all those things if you just want to listen to us. And if you're listening to us and you want to see us and we have look at our uh, YouTube channel because we've got these on there, but we've also got really goofy, funny videos of us. <laughs> we do all sorts of really goofy stuff and we're pretty goofy looking at it, so <laughs> it makes it when you see us. So if you're not looking at us right now, you'll see what I mean when you see us. Because um, we're quite the characters. But uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. We'll be back soon. Thanks to everybody at uh, Prescribed Films Podcast Network, all our Jason and the gang over there. Yep.
1: So. Love your support.
0: Love your support, mm-hmm. and uh, we will talk to you real soon. Stay, Stay out of the water. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Stay away from the water. <laughs> Yeah, stay in the shallow end. Although apparently oh, that, doesn't that doesn't work, doesn't either, work yeah. either sometimes. They, <laughs> they blew that water. one out of the water. Uh, oh, wow. On that <laughs> note, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You really hit that iceberg. <laughs> Don't touch the butt. Nemo! He touched the butt. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls.
2: Hey ah, motherfucker! Motherfucker! <laughs>